Welcome to CUCC Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. To pick up from where we were last week, we explored personal boundaries and saying no to unhealthy things. And this week, we'll take a look at relational boundaries, dig a little deeper, and work on finding that balance. Does anybody have any difficulty setting a relational boundary? Maybe someone who causes you a lot of relational stress. You know, maybe your mother-in-law. Completely hypothetical. Or anyone have somebody that immediately comes to mind? Truth be known, relational boundaries are hard. It's actually more difficult to set relational boundaries with those who are closest to us. With our partner, family members, children, friends, or that person, that family dinner with the in-laws, or that conversation with Uncle Jim about politics. Is there any area of your life where you may struggle with relational boundaries? Saying no or finding that balance of saying no and yes. And with that being said, we'll dive into scripture early today into Luke 8, 19 through 21. In chapter 8, Luke explores parables and some great miracles before we arrive at today's text. And in short, Jesus' mom and brothers couldn't get to Jesus. Then someone said, hey, they're trying to get a hold of you. So what do you think Jesus did? Personally, I thought Jesus would move through the crowd and go and embrace his mom and brothers. After all, I would think they were the most important people in his life, in his earthly life. But what does Jesus do? Jesus appears to do the opposite of what we may think. And after doing a double take the first time I read this, at a closer look, he said no to his immediate family. Why do you think he said no? Maybe they're too needy. Maybe he was too busy. And being from West Virginia, people ask me all the time if I like visiting West Virginia. And I say, no, not really. And then they say, why? And I say, because my family lives there. So I get it. But why do we think Jesus said no to his immediate family? Most of us picture Jesus always saying yes, whether it be to the needy, the poor, the sick, the homeless, the differently abled, the gay, the non-binary, minorities, the widows, the numerous other, the least of these. We picture Jesus being the kind-hearted soul going above and beyond to give, give, give to everyone else, always saying yes. But even Jesus said no. And if we take a deeper look at the text, Jesus said no so he could keep ministering to God's people. In short, he had to say no so he could then say yes. Sometimes saying no to some things allows us to say yes to great things. So he said no to later say yes. 
And he said no to his family so he could say the great thing of keep ministering to God's people. And he describes how every soul who follows Jesus is his family. This does not mean that Jesus was any way rejecting his family. Rather, their presence provided him with a good illustration of his heavenly family and this boundary. And it's important to note, he said no to his own mother. Considering I'm the youth pastor and filling in for children's, I may just skip over the text this weekend because I know some of the kids would take this passage and run with it. Further, this was the only time Jesus said no. It wasn't, as he set boundaries multiple other times throughout Scripture. He said no to Herod, who was mocking him later in Luke, when he said, show us a sign that you are the Son of God. In Matthew, he said no to those who were too proud to trust him. He withdrew from other crowds to get alone time with God when the Pharisees and Sudacees ask him manipulative questions to try to make him look foolish in Matthew. And lastly, he said no to Peter and his disciples when they wanted him to be a military leader instead of giving up his life on the cross. And there are numerous other times throughout Scripture where Jesus set boundaries, and he said no to later say yes. And that is right. Jesus even said no to later say yes. And by Jesus saying no, why did Jesus give us permission to say no as well? Oftentimes, saying no is associated with being rude or selfish, selfish or heartless. However, the opposite is true. When saying no actually means we know our worth and respect ourselves and others enough to stand up for our beliefs. If we aren't used to setting boundaries, we may feel guilty or selfish when we first start out, but they become easier once we continue to set appropriate boundaries. And saying no allows us to later say yes. And in actuality, saying no is a sign of empathy and compassion. In short, it's okay to say no. And actually, and essential and wise at times to say no. In other words, a lack of healthy boundaries can negatively affect all aspects of our lives and the people closest to us. Further, when saying no, it's important to find a healthy balance of being courteous without sacrificing our own happiness and self-worth, which leads us to our second and last point. Now we've established that it's okay to say no, I wanna be sure this isn't taken out of context. I'm not saying we have permission to say no to everything all the time to everyone when it's healthy. And when you go home, if your partner asks to do the dishes, I'm not saying we can say no the rest of our life to dishes because of boundaries. But there needs to be that healthy balance. A balance where saying no intentionally to some things allows us to say yes to great things. And saying no is hard, really hard, especially those closest to us. And the best way to help us say no is to understand what we were called to say yes to. And when discerning whether to say yes or no, it's integral to have that balance. 
when coming on a decision to say yes or no, here's a few steps that can help us make that ever so important decision before saying yes to dinner or helping with that child again and again, or before saying no to that invitation or person, we can ask ourselves a few of these questions. First and foremost, does it align with my priorities? It's okay to turn down opportunities that don't align with our priorities and our objectives. Being focused on our priorities make it, makes it easier to say no that can distract us from our goals. So what are our priorities? Is it God, family, children, parents, work-life balance, giving, serving? When Jesus was faced with his decision, he weighed his priorities. Sometimes I'm sure his family was a priority. However, at the time, the most important priority was ministering to God's people. Jesus had to say no to his family so he could say yes to his faith. He said no to later say yes. Secondly, the hardest but most important part of balancing a, a yes or no is what is the opportunity cost? If the yes is based on an external desire of what am I giving up in order to make this thing happen, every yes is a no to something else. If I always say yes, yes, yes to child number one, at what point am I neglecting child number two? Or at what point am I neglecting myself, my health, my partner, or my friends? When we continually say yes to someone, what does that do to those closest to us? He said no to later say yes. And thirdly, listen to the Spirit. Nine times out of ten, the Spirit leads the way. It can pick up subtle clues that we may consciously not be aware of. When we get that strong intuition, that spiritual feeling that something is off or we may be being taken advantage of, listen. Become cognizant of how our body responds to someone, the environment, or that invitation. Because the spirit is far wiser than the mind. Because our mind can convince us of anything. The spirit knows best. And he said no to later say yes. And lastly, most importantly, the ever so tricky, what is the resentment level? Rank the resentment level to another yes. If your resentment level is going to be a 9 or a 10, if you say yes again, this could be a sign that it might be time to say no the next time. And further, Brene Brown states, compassionate people ask for what they need. They say no when they need to, and when they say yes, they mean it. They're compassionate because their boundaries keep them out of resentment. And Brene Brown's comments echo Jesus. In short, a lack of boundaries creates resentment, anger, and burnout. If we say yes too often, we feel bitter to the people we say yes to and feel taken advantage of, especially those closest to us. And further, we have little time for actual priorities in our life. So what is the resentment level? He said no to later say yes. Therefore, when we're discerning upon a yes or no, we should think about our priorities, opportunity cost, listening to the spirit, and resentment level. 
Weighing and balancing these things can help us make wise choices. And there are ample relational and emotional boundaries that we can set in our lives. But before we head out, we can take a look at an example of a healthy boundary. So in an emotional boundary, we all have boundaries of how much emotional stuff we can take in. For example, let's say you had a long day. You got back from a stressful day at work. The deal didn't go through. Or maybe you had a long day with the kids. And in all my years working with kids, I've never come up on a kid who has had a problem with sharing too much. And maybe this was the same with your kids. And at a point where you're just emotionally and spiritually exhausted. And on the call, on the way back, you get a friend from your call, Linda. Does anybody have a Linda? A Linda? Okay. And she has some heavy news that she needs to share with you about her child. What do you do? It's okay to have that boundary when you're exhausted and don't have the ability to take in the emotional information. Inappropriate could be, I'm so sorry you're struggling with your child, Linda. I'm not in a good place to chat right now. Can we talk later? And sometimes saying no initially allows us to say yes later. He said no to later say yes. And there are other ample relational boundaries that we can set to those who are closest to us. But before we head out, the best way to show our loved ones we really love for them and care for them is by setting boundaries to protect our relationships. And what I've learned from others is sometimes the most generous people have the strongest boundaries. Therefore, when we're discerning whether to say yes or no, we should think about our priorities, opportunity cost, listening to the spirit, and that ever so important resentment level. Therefore, let us discern, pray, and reflect on what areas in our lives we need to be intentional about boundaries. Saying no to some things allows us to say yes to great things. And he said no to later say yes.